Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I got a great example of what I think is our dumbed-down politics, particularly on the right, that really bothers me that I want to get to this hour. Oh, no. You think we're getting hate mail now? you got to pander. Tell people what they want to hear. What's the matter with you? It has bothered me for a long time that the left gets to be smart and sophisticated as a candidate. But on the right, you have to pretend you barely know how to read to move the masses. For some reason. Mm, This is uncomfortable stuff. I may tune out. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. No, I'm going to tell you about. I'm going to tell you some things about one of the top Republican candidates in the country that I'll bet you don't know because I didn't know him till yesterday. Because he hides that information because it d- doesn't play with the whole populist thing. So stay tuned hmm. for that. Interesting. So I I think the first time I heard about what we're about to discuss may have been from our good friend Tim Sandifer, Tim the lawyer, who mentioned you guys have no idea how far left law schools have swung. Um, all over the country. And, I, you know, if I were going to try to fundamentally uh, change a country and I could only pick a few sectors that I got to control, you know, I'd probably go with uh, media and education. I mean, if I could get right through law schools, boy, that'd be a good one. And and whatever your cultural leaders are, your movie and TV makers, I think I'd probably want to grab them. And if I, you give me those three and I'm I'm 
I'm going to succeed. Well, you know, we've been talking about elementary education and how left it's gone and the, the issues in schools. I mean, I got a story here about a Virginia the district being stu- sued by parents because they're being taught the loathsome, loathsome, uh, woke uh, racial theory stuff. Uh, but again, law schools um, have gone way, way left, too. And the reason that's important is it's pretty obvious, right? Uh, the folks who craft and interpret the laws are now way out there uh, extremists. And there's a piece uh, in Substack that I found really interesting. Then I'll get to something kind of specific. But um, this guy's name is Aaron Siberium, and he published under Barry Weiss's Substack. Um, But he talks about the adversarial legal system in which both sides of a dispute are represented vigorously by attorneys with vested interests in winning. It's the heart of our constitutional order. And since time immemorial, law schools have tried to prepare their students to take a part in that system. Not so much anymore. Now the politicization and tribalism of campus life have crowded out old-fashioned expectations about justice and neutrality. The imperatives of race, gender, and identity are more important to more and more law students than due process. More important than the presumption of innocence. More important than all the norms and values at the foundation of what we think of as the rule of law. And he gives a pretty good little explanation of critical race theory as it is dealt with in law school. Not the way it's been kind of dumbed down and and turned into something else to become your woke uh, race-baiting anti-racism in in schools. But the actual critical race theory, as it came to be called in the 1980s, began as a critique of the neutral principles of justice. The argument went like this. Since the United States was systemically racist, since racism was baked into our political, legal, economic, and cultural institutions, neutrality, the conviction that the system should not seek to benefit any one group, camouflaged and even compounded the racism. The only way to undo it was abandon all pretense of neutrality and to be unneutral. To tip the scales of justice in favor of those who never had a fair shake to begin with. And this was a very, very fringe theory for a very long time. But now it's spread like wildfire through our nation's law schools. Starting this fall, Georgetown Law School, perhaps you've heard of it, will require all students to take a class on the importance of questioning the law's neutrality. That's one of the core classes and assisting, assessing its differential effect on subordinated groups, etc. Questioning uh, the law's neutrality. Wow. As of last month, the American Bar Association is requiring all accredited law schools to, quote, provide education to law students on bias, cross-cultural competency, and racism, both at the start of the law school and at least once again before graduation. That's in addition to a mandatory legal ethics class, which now must instruct students that they have a duty as lawyers to, quote, eliminate racism. Never mind the fact that many of these places define racism as disagreeing with the so-called anti-racism doctrines. Which brings us to a really interesting article from Pacific Pacific Legal. Uh, It's another sign of white supremacy, making up words. Pacific Legal Foundation at PacificLegal.org. We have supported Pacific Legal Foundation for a very, very long time. uh, And they do fabulous work. Um, but they recently put out a piece that says California's universities once required faculty to sign an anti-communist oath. 
And and they mentioned that, uh, you know, whatever the reasons may be, uh, you know, nobody looks back on that as a fine time and a good thing to do. Um, whatever the dogma du jour may be, compelled submission to political beliefs is poison to free thought and the search for truth. Here's what's happening now. The California Community College Administration has just adopted a rule that will require faculty to use diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility principles and anti-racism in their teaching. All of them in every class. D-E-I-A, which goes by other names as well, and anti-racism are labels for a family of controversial tenets from the belief that minority groups should enjoy special privileges in hiring, college admissions, and so forth, to the broader view that capitalism, the free market, and similar bedrock institutions must be uprooted to address systemic racism. And proponents of anti-racism argue that anyone who does not support these deeply divisive concepts is, in fact, a racist. Yeah, it's all in how they're going to define that whole anti-racism thing. But most of the definitions that are used today, that's that's not good. Well, right. And, And let's not gloss over the fact that part of the argument, and this is not like, uh, you know, a couple of people have espoused this. No, this is at the core of it say, because of systemic racism, all of the institutions of this country are have racism baked into them. Therefore, all of them must be uprooted and destroyed. From our court system, to the Supreme Court, to the Constitution, to the Bill of Rights, to our schools, everything must be uprooted Boy, that's a- and changed. And they're now requiring all instructors in the California community college system to sign an oath that they will teach that. That's a tough situation to be in. If you want a job teaching history 101 at the local community college and you got to sign that oath. Yeah. Holy cow. And again, if you're not familiar with Pacific Legal Foundation, this is not, you know, one of your wackadoodle out there right wing websites that tries to sell you some fake supplement while you're reading about how, uh, you know, there's, there's a child sex ring in a pizza joint. Okay. Pacific Legal Foundation is one of the most highly respected, time honored, uh, conservative organizations in America. They do fabulous work and they do it soberly. So there's a little more to this. California's uh, community colleges want to require all faculty to preach this political creed in the classroom. The rule states, quote, faculty members shall employ teaching and learning practices and curriculum that reflect DEIA and anti-racist principles. Faculty supervisors must, quote, place a significant emphasis on DEIA competencies in employee evaluation and tenure review processes, close quote. Administrators administrators must apply these principles to virtually all aspects of operating the school, including, quote, funding allocations, decision-making, planning, and program review processes. College leadership views the anti-racism philosophy as a cornerstone of their mission. And remember, if you oppose any of those policies, that makes you what? A stick in the mud? A jerk? A conservative? No. It makes you a racist. Because those are anti-racism policies, or that's what they uh, call themselves. Just a little more on this. College leadership views uh, the anti-racism philosophy as a cornerstone of their mission. In a recent meeting, Deputy Chancellor Daisy Gonzalez said community colleges should, quote, institute 
be institutionalizing equity as a core function of our work. Uh, likewise asserted, uh, I'm sorry, the president of the academic senate likewise asserted that anti-racism should be, quote, embedded in everything we do. College Curriculum Committee has drafted a model principles and practices regarding DEIA in the classroom that make clear just how savagely partisan this framework is. For instance, the committee considers teaching from an individualist perspective to be a Eurocentric practice that should be jettisoned in favor of a collectivism perspective. Likewise, teachers are expected to use a social justice lens in all disciplines. Pacific Legal Foundation writes, the message is clear. Faculty must adopt and teach a specific partisan worldview or be driven out of the classroom. Well, I'm running out of time. There's actually more to this. I'm glad they're fighting this. It's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Yeah, I am, uh, again, uh, redoubling my support for uh, the Pacific Legal Foundation. Also, FIRE, the Foundation for Individual Rights and Education, which has announced they are now moving beyond college campuses because the ACLU has, and they've admitted this, they've abandoned free speech as their primary uh, focus. So uh, FIRE.org is now the place to go. Hey, I got a little deeper into that New York Times article, did the COVID precautions work and their assessment being, yeah, but not much. Um, Some more nuggets from that are pretty interesting. We'll get to that bunch of stuff this hour. I hope you can stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Business news, everybody. Coca-Cola, I'm kind of excited about this. Coca-Cola is teaming up with Jack Daniels to release a Jack and Coke cocktail in a can. Ooh, there it is. Look at that. Yeah. Finally, we no longer have to go through that exhausting task of mixing Jack with Coke. (laughs) Right now, there are four cases of this stuff holding up a rusted truck in Kid Rock's front yard. Um, I mentioned yesterday that I just discovered the new Coca-Cola coffee products, Coca-Cola mocha, Coca-Cola vanilla, whatever. It's Coke, coffee, and a little vanilla, and I thought it was fantastic, and I don't like that sort of thing. I, In fact, I hate all of those things, but I thought it was great. Coca, mocha, vanilla. Come on. Yeah, Coca, mocha, vanilla. with that. Uh, so I threw out the idea of what stuff costs yesterday, and we got a number of texts. Um, maybe you've had these experiences too. I think this is going to become a thing where we all mention this. Uh, took my granddaughter to lunch at our local grocery store. Two sandwiches, chips, drinks, and potato salads. Thirty-eight freaking dollars. Wow. <laughs> Thirty-eight dollars. Uh, got this one. I got a bag of grapes at the grocery store yesterday. Nine bucks. Yep, I had that experience over the weekend. Grabbed a bag of grapes. I think it was seven and a half. Like seven and a half dollars. For grapes and a couple wow. other things I pick up for the kids, I spend like 40 bucks on just like a couple of snacks. Uh, I got this one. Saturday at Wendy's. Ordered one cheeseburger, one double cheeseburger, $17.37. No drinks or fries, no bacon on the burgers even. Crazy. Wow. Two burgers was $17 at the Wendy's. Yeah, I told uh, you I paid eight bucks for a Big Mac. Just the yeah. Big Mac. Yeah, Not I don't need out much at all, so I'm I'm caught by surprise by this. But that, that reminds me of you know you're you're on a business trip or whatever, and they put you up in a fancy hotel, and you're thinking eh, it's kind of nice. And you go down, and you decide you're going to have dinner or lunch or something, and the hamburgers are eighteen dollars, and you're yeah. thinking, wow, oof. That's not well now. Everywhere. That's Wendy's. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of hamburgers, 
Oh, darn it. Hold on a second. Can I find you? There we go. Speaking of hamburgers, so this came out somehow, I don't know why, that McDonald's internal documents show that the raw materials for a hamburger, that would be the patty bun, little ketchup, a couple onions, cost 34 cents. And then that became a thing, uh, this particular person on the Internet, uh, who is an academic of some sort. A McDonald's employee makes $11 an hour on average with a shift manager making $15 an hour. Shifts are eight people on average. That means McDonald's pays $70 plus $15 in a wages to a chip, blah, 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 blah. The average McDonald's makes $2.7 million a year in sale. That's $308 an hour, blah, 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 blah. With the idea that all of this money, like practically all of the money, is uh, just greed because they've got 34 cents actually in the hamburger. Yeah, imagine the the greed, the hubris of somebody who will craft a hamburger, sell it for what people are willing to pay for it, and employ somebody for what they're willing to work for. Where do they get off? Well, and uh, there was, there was all, kind, look, all kinds of responses to this, uh, similar to yours and also this one, which is pretty good. This is an awesome thread where a leftist calculates profit but forgets to subtract out property insurance, health insurance, property taxes, employment taxes, credit card merchant fees, snow plowing, equipment maintenance, building maintenance, depreciation, marketing. The list goes on and on and on. Love it. Yeah, that's pretty good stuff. I thought that, 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 that was pretty decent little, um, I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to even talk to my kids about that today. Because, you know, it's the sort of thing that at first blush as a child, not a grown academic like this particular person tweeting this out, but as a child, I remember asking those sorts of questions to my dad. Yeah, well, and I love how that thread, uh, you know, it seems to be a pitch for the leftist philosophy, and then when it runs up against reality, which bats last, uh, it, it, it becomes a message of a very different sort. I absolutely love that. <laughs> I no, I just got distracted by an onion headline that was next to the Twitter thread <laughs> that I was reading. And I find this pretty funny. Man terrified to realize he could easily go on like this. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Despite, <laughs> despite being deeply dissatisfied with nearly every aspect of his life, local man Paul Colorado told reporters Thursday that he was terrified to realize that he could very easily continue to exist in such an unhappy state and probably would do so indefinitely. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, if that ain't uh, adulthood right there. Wow. This little situation right here with the whole work and kids and everything, this just could be it. (laughs) I I can't go on like this. Wait a minute. Yes, I can and probably will. Yeah. Uh, Right. Don't have much choice. This is pretty much it. Getting back to that previous story, though, I, I, I for the longest time, if I heard an, uh, an academic or somebody with a Ph.D. or something, I'd think, oh, OK, a learned person. Uh, I'm uh, going to be intrigued by their point of view. Now I think it's probably a crackpot. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's a, it's a failure of our education system. There should be I don't remember having that in any class. Uh, prior to college, I don't think not where they got into this is what it costs to make a hamburger. Not the cost of the bun, the 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 meat, and the the, the little bit of ketchup, the thirty four cents. No, this is what it costs to make an, a, a hamburger: the building, the property, the insurance, the et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I just read that only seventeen states require any sort of financial literacy training for kids in high school. I think it was. I think everybody should take personal finance, and they should take a class called "How Business Works." Yeah, that'd be good. If you miss an hour of the Armstrong and Getty Show, you can grab the podcast "Armstrong and Getty on Demand." 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity, and it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. GameBridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Please visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. The Armstrong and Getty Show. As stocks drop, gas prices soar, now more than $5 a gallon, as President Biden weighs a trip to a major oil producer. Have you decided, sir, whether to go to Saudi Arabia? No, not yet. But within a minute, he had. It happens to be a large immediate taking place in Saudi Arabia. That's the reason I'm going. Two days later, no clarity. I don't have anything to announce for you today. Uh, wow. Wow. Contradicts himself inside of 60 seconds. That's just not good. And certainly over time, as he talked about making Saudi Arabia a pariah state when he was running for the presidency and now is going to visit and beg for help. So, 
But, you know, that's just realpolitik. To a certain extent, the real realpolitik would be telling the left flank of the Democratic Party, look, the world runs on freaking oil. We have lots of it. Let's drill for it here. Instead of, jeez, you'd think you could make this argument. You know who's a horrible country? Saudi Arabia. You know who does horrible things to all the kinds of people and causes that you care about? Saudi Arabia. Would you rather buy the oil from Saudi Arabia or get it here in the United States where we're kind of nice to people? Which would you rather we do? Since we're going to use oil either way, would you rather we give more money to Saudi Arabia who murders gays and beats women and all kinds of different things, or would you rather have the oil coming out of the United States? But doesn't we don't we don't get to that conversation. No, no. To actually say out loud, if everything goes our way, including enormous leaps forward in technology, maybe in 25 years we're done with oil. Maybe. Nobody says that out loud, even though everybody with common sense knows it. So I mentioned this yesterday. I wanted to just follow up on it a little bit. The New York Times the morning newsletter that said, do COVID precautions work? Yes, but they haven't made a big difference. Uh, uh, to be fair on this, and I think we've tried to be fair on the whole COVID thing since the beginning. To be fair on this, they're talking specifically about the Omicron variant that has mm-hmm. been the dominant variant for what? Six months now? Something like that. Um, uh, not the original Delta. So this stuff is not about mask use, distancing, that sort of stuff early. But recently, and there's been a fair amount of Omicron goes back to lots of mask use in schools. Lots of uh, social distancing, a lot of things not happening. So Hell, they're cracking down in China. Old school on it. Same, uh, same uh, sub-variant that we're dealing with, more or less. Do COVID precautions work? Yes, but they haven't made a big difference. No single statistic offers a definitive answer. But when I look at all the evidence, says their smart guy at the New York Times, I emerge thinking that liberal areas probably had slightly lower Omicron infection rates than conserve areas, but it's difficult to be sure. The lack of a clear pattern is itself striking says the New York Times. Remember, not only have Democratic voters been avoiding restaurants and wearing masks, they're also much more likely to be vaccinated and boosted. Combined, these factors seem as if they should have caused large differences in case rates. They have not. And they haven't, and and that they haven't offers some clarity about the relative effectiveness of different COVID interventions. So, those things have not made a big difference. The second lesson is that interventions other than vaccination, like masking and distancing, are less powerful than we wish. How could this be, given that scientific evidence suggests that mask wearing and social distancing can reduce the spread of a virus? Here's a helpful explanation from the scientists. Although masks reduce the chances of transmission in any individual encounter, Omicron is so contagious that it can overwhelm the individual effect. Look at it this way. Imagine you carry around a six-sided die that determines whether you contract COVID. And you must roll it every time you enter an indoor space with other people. Without a mask, you will get COVID if you roll a one or a two. With a mask, you get COVID only if you roll a one. You can probably see the problem. Either way, you almost certainly get COVID, whether you wore the (laughs) mask or not. This analogy exaggerates your chances of getting infected, but it still highlights the basic reason that masks and distancing have had limited effect. It really is a function of the extreme intensity of the Omicron transmission, um, according to the New York Times and the scientists they interviewed. So the fact that there are still places requiring this, or, you know, and individually, if you want to do it, I don't know what your health situation is or your grandma's health situation or whatever, but you're barely scratching the surface. Of, yes. of making a dent. It's much more sociological than it is epidemiological at this point. 
Everybody knows it. It's been and, true for a long time. And good for the New York Times to uh, to uh, to be willing to point that out. Oh, and the last paragraph is, um, this would be fine if there were no costs to masks, social distancing, restaurants not being completely full. I mentioned yesterday, earlier in the article, how he points out that in your most liberal cities, restaurants are at still at 40% of the business pre COVID, whereas conservative areas, they're completely 100%. They're back to normal. So, yes, there is a cost. There's a cost to learning. There's a cost to little kids understanding how language works because they can't see your face. There's a cost to the restaurant owner who doesn't have people in there. And as they're pointing out in the New York Times, and for no point, really, it doesn't make any difference. Well, and don't even get me started on schools, specifically whether it's masks or them being open at all. We've talked about that plenty. Oh, speaking of the youngsters, Jack, I know this will scratch you where you itch. I was listening to NPR this morning. And uh, the co-hostess and co-host were uh, doing a report on how the uh, the FDA has uh, approved the Moderna vaccine for the smallest of kids. I mean, babies and toddlers. Um, and, and don't quote me on which ones it was, because I, I don't care, really. Um, but they were going on and on, and the entire tone was, as always, thank goodness, thank goodness we can finally get the babies Good news, vaccinated. Parents. Good news. The waiting may be over. Fingers crossed. And then they made a passing reference to older kids and teenagers, and I was waiting for it, waiting for it, waiting for it, and it never came. Any reference to the fact that it's a tiny minority of American families who've gotten their kids vaccinated because nobody, pers- oh, nobody. Only a small minority of people perceive the risk to their children to be significant enough to take on uh, the risk of COVID to take on any risk whatsoever from the vaccination. Yeah, and I mean any risk whatsoever, like including the the risk to to the time it takes me to drive them to the location, because I just don't think it's necessary. Yeah, but again, they acted as if that doesn't even exist. A uh, quick word from our friends at Simply Safe Home Security, beloved sponsor of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Simply Safe will keep you safe from break-ins, scumbags, and junkies stealing your stuff, hurting your family, but fire as well. Uh, what are you worried about? Water damage? Maybe you got a vacation home or something like that? Simply Safe Home Security is customizable for your needs. Protecting people in ways you haven't even maybe imagined. One of the reasons that more than 4 million people use Simply Safe, it is the best home security out there, according to a whole bunch of different publications that look at these regardless of cost. Simply Safe just happens to be a lot less expensive. For less than a dollar a day, you can have this 24 7 protection. It's a system that you order yourself, customize for your home comes to your home you set it up yourself in about 30 minutes and there is no contract my favorite thing is the wireless outdoor security camera anybody messes with your house you will have a high def night vision video of it yes go to simplysafe.com slash armstrong customize the perfect system for your home and your family in minutes uh go today claim a free indoor security camera plus 20 percent off with interactive monitoring go to simplysafe.com slash armstrong Hey, I got a question. I'm going to crowdsource here. I'm going to see if anybody can answer this question. So on your iPhone, uh, probably true for other phones, but on my iPhone, if I go to the Bluetooth thing, I've got a bunch of things in there that could be connected at any given time. My car, Mm -hmm. my headphones, my AirPods, a couple of different things, right? Yep. There's one thing that is connected, and I have no idea what it is. 
and it's just a series of numbers and letters. And on all the other things, you can click on them, right? If your AirPods are connected, you can click on that, and then you can see some information about them, then click disconnect if you want. On this thing, it's connected all the time. You can't click on it to disconnect it. It's always connected. I've got something Bluetooth connected on my phone all the time, and it is S8114F4EA69D1BC1. Hike. With no other information. Has Have I been, like, hacked by the Russians and somebody is, like, Bluetooth connected to my phone yes. all the time? Yes, surveilling you, following your every move. They've probably implanted something in your rectum. I don't know. I'm, I'm just guessing, but yes. Well, do you do you honestly have any idea what this would be? No, I don't. I don't. Although I would be uh, quite concerned. Well, I'd be somewhat concerned. Um, you got any new gizmos? Well, the fact that you can't get no. the info or yeah. no, you're right. That's the scary part. Yeah, the scary part is that you can't click on it to get any info about it or disconnect from it. If my Bluetooth is on, it's connected always, no matter where I am. Which you know that doesn't work with your car, your headphones, or whatever. You got to be near them. It's yeah. always connected. What is listening to my phone that is always connected that I can't disconnect? Your rectum chip, probably. Is this thing only connected at your home? No, everywhere I go. So uh, the text line is 415-295-KFTC if you have any idea, and I'm sure there will be plenty of ribald jokes like my own finely crafted humor. Uh, <laughs> that's 415-295-KFTC, or if you'd prefer to email, go with mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. I feel like some website that I clicked on at some point and accepted their cookies, one of their, uh, one of the things I agreed to was we get to listen to everything you do for the rest of your life. Yeah, but a Bluetooth connection has to be to something. So what would it be? It's not your car? No. No, I have no idea. Yeah, if you know, or text line 415-295-KFTC, I feel like it's it's a scary-looking series of numbers and letters. How long ago did you first notice this? I just noticed it last week. It could have been on there for a very long time. You're sure it's not your car? Oh, I'm positive it's not my car. Okay. Because if my car is my... China! Old, you know, my Ford one says sync, my Tesla says Tesla, and I can disconnect yeah. them and look up the information, and this one, there's nothing you can do. Anyway... Uh, I find that sort of thing fascinating. Do you, when you go to websites, do you just accept their cookies, just click yes, or do you go in and manage them? No, I don't do that. I don't have the time. They've got I do it, me. I do it most of the time, but not all the time, because they, on purpose, make it a pain in the ass. Of course. To, you know, choose which ones you want and which ones you don't. But, God, the number of things you agree to on every day, there's a couple of new things that I probably... Allow them to check every keystroke I ever make or download all my contact information or everything. Every day. The amount of information we share is astonishing. Oh, that reminds me. Gosh, maybe we'll do this tomorrow. Don't let me forget, Hanson. A whistleblower with knowledge of the subject, which is really the best kind of whistleblower. Often a whistleblower does not recognize silence tea, silent teas. <laughs> anyway, uh, this whistleblower has informed us about how completely phony HIPAA is and how certain corporate entities have uh. and share everything about your health, your medical records, everything with each other. Don't be fooled, fools. Interesting. I got a couple of political notes. Every time we wade into politics, I get a little bit of an oogie feeling. <laughs> but... uh for a variety of reasons, but I got a couple of political notes. 
I think I now know what Trump was up to. I think I now understand his thing. And also, major political candidate that I realize I knew nothing about, and that's on purpose because he was hiding how accomplished he is during this populist period we're living through. Hmm. All on the way. Stay here. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity, and it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Inter-American conference we just had for the, this, this hemisphere or NATO, or dealing with the ASEAN countries, or the Far East, guess what? They look at me and I say, I say America's back, and they look at me and they say, for how long? This is America. All right, I don't know what you're talking about. What? 
Um, president speaking to somebody somewhere sounding like that, like an old guy. Uh, oh, a- AOC was asked yesterday if she will back him if he runs again, and she hummed and hawed and oohed and awed and said, I'm focused on the next election. And said, so, you know, anytime uh, politicians, no matter the question, say, look, I'm just focused on the next, that <laughs> is a no, is what that right. is. Correct. Uh, so I got a text from somebody who said, hey, yeah, I just checked my Bluetooth thing. I have the same thing. Hey, everybody, check your Bluetooth connection. See if you've got the always connected random letters and numbers on there and somebody figure out what it means. Are we just being spied on or what? And and the thank you to all the texters who did the usual yelling at me for being stupid thing that happens in social media. No, it's not my Tesla. It's not my Apple Watch. It's not my laptop. All those things are listed. But thank you for saying that's what it is, and you're stupid for not realizing it, even though you're wrong. Okay. I, I don't um, have that. I don't have anything like that. Okay. Different topic. So a uh, story came out yesterday. It's part of the January 6th hearings, I guess, that the uh, Trump people have raised $250 million off the election fraud claims. Joe mentioned this yesterday. We didn't have a number at the time that they were raising money pretty pretty well. It was a good fundraiser. To say, look, the election was stolen. Donate here. Well, so it's a quarter of a billion dollars that they've raised so far. I think that might be the whole gambit there. I never, at any point, thought Trump actually believed this stuff. I didn't think I don't, he believed. I, I disagree it. with you. I disagree. You, believe, with you, you think based, he believes it? Okay, interesting. Yeah, based on the testimony I've heard from the January sixth hearings, uh, and and there's a stack of them. Like everybody, everybody on his campaign team, everybody on his legal team, everybody in the White House staff told him you lost, but he wouldn't listen. And and Bill Barr said he didn't seem to have any interest in the facts. No, I don't think he did because he knew if he continued to claim it. And used any whack job theory he could, he could fundraise off it. I think that mm. I think that's his thing. Yeah, I, I don't be. know. I, I I think it was a cold, calculated, not ethical decision to uh, to claim it so he could raise money. But as knows? opposed to a semi delusional effort to protect his ego. Right. Okay. Right. Who knows? I remember when he was running against Hillary. And then toward the end, he said, you know, if we lose, this was all a waste of time. If we lose, this was all a waste of time. And I thought, um, man, you're taking that pretty casually. I think he just realized, okay, I lost. What can I, how can I gain from this? He is always working the angle. Here's where I am right now. What's the best situation I can get out of this? Yeah, I think that's true. where he's run his entire life. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't well, matter the, the rules either. <laughs> Well, and he was also claiming coming up to the 2016 election that it was all fixed, and that's why he was going to lose. Right. Anyway, um, they did raise a quarter of a million dollars. Uh, billion? Mm-hmm. Billion dollars off of this. So speaking of running for president, Joe doesn't think Biden or Trump will run in 24. If I had to bet right now, I would bet that's the case. Neither one of those people are going to be on the ticket. Who might be on the ticket? The next leading person is probably Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, which I don't know that much about. I just take it through kind of the mainstream media, my knowledge of him. So I was pretty surprised yesterday when somebody mentioned this on a podcast. and I thought, huh, really? And I did a dive on it and I thought he's hiding this information from Americans, because we live in this populist moment where this sort of thing doesn't play as well as it would have 40, 50, 60 years ago. He's got his B.A. from Yale in history. He's got his law degree from Harvard Law. Did you know that about Ron DeSantis? I didn't. I, I had no idea. No. 
He's no dummy. He's no populist, Trumpy, common man. No. He got his BA in history from Yale, then went to Harvard Law. Then he uh, was in the Navy where he was a, a lieutenant and was the JAG, the legal representative. Uh, rep- representative for SEAL Team 1 in Iraq, where he got a bronze star and a number of other accommodations. He is a very smart, very successful guy who's playing the whole, I'm just a regular guy doing the right thing at the right time, dude, in Florida, because that's the moment we live in. Yeah, yeah, I get that. And I think you're probably at least partly right. Isn't it also possible that in spite of going to Yale and Harvard, he's just kind of, that's his demeanor anyway? Could be, but you you got to admit that the, the Republican Party in its current times, I went to this university and got that degree is not something you talk about. It would have been oh, yeah. 50 True. years ago. True. Mm-hmm. True. It does you more harm than good. Probably so. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm bullish on Ron DeSantis. By the way, I've I've followed him quite a bit, read quite a bit. Uh, I am now. He's, he's good. I am much more so now. Um. Yeah. No. He's an impressive guy. He's forty three years old. By the way, he got elected governor when he was like thirty eight or something. Yeah, he's a very impressive dude. He is going to be. That's why they they spend so much time focusing on Florida and trying to drag him down now. Because they Unsuccessfully. Yep. Yeah, they realize how big a deal he is going to be. If you miss an hour of the show, grab the podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you. We're where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.